Welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome. I just wanted to take a moment and check in with everybody. How are you all doing? How are you feeling? I hope you're having a lovely start to your week. Um, today's episode, we're going to be talking about why men love bitches. So tell us, Michelle, why do men love bitches? Solve the question. Answer the question, you know. Solve this mystery. Honestly, I think that it's pretty like human nature and it's all about the chase, the game, and the stupid dating world that we've created for ourselves and how this generation has completely ruined the idea of love and how hookup culture needs to go. <laughs> hookup culture? You know what? It could be for some people, but if you're like people like me who, you know, fantasize about this crazy love story where you go to Lake Como in Italy and honeymoon for the rest of your life... You know, it's a little bit hard to be immersed in hookup culture if you're like that. I feel like whether you want to admit it or not, every single person has some kind of want for this like hopeless romantic story. Like who doesn't want to Maybe people are better that? at hiding it because I feel like, you know what? Some men, they do be cold hearted. I personally, I want the love that you see in movies i know that's very unrealistic like i know that's not realistic no it's realistic i'm getting it i've decided it's it's not unrealistic it's happening (laughs) (laughs) no but listen i feel like in movies they don't show you the bad parts of a relationship and obviously every relationship has the highs and the lows and that's that's fine but if we're gonna be talking about you know the dating game and how this whole thing works and whatever okay I'm not experienced whatsoever. However, (laughs) (laughs) however, I have watched my friends go from relationship to relationship. I have watched them cry. I have listened. I have talked to people. I have seen it. I haven't experienced it, but I have seen it. So I feel like because of that, I've just like, I have all this knowledge and I have nothing to do mm-hmm. with it. So. No, personally, I would say I'm very experienced in getting my heart broken. <laughs> but, you know, I'm also experienced in handling it like a boss. Yes, you but are. But I, I do want to ask you, you're, you mentioned the chase, the game. What is, what is this game? What is this chase? Tell us more. Like, what is it? So I don't know if you've like noticed this phenomenon that happens in the dating world where, you know a girl and a guy meet and unfortunately in today's society it's really hard to meet people like the way you meet people it's like through dating apps instagram like snapchat like it's really rare to hear like oh my god i was walking in the fucking mall and this guy came up to me and asked for my number like it doesn't happen as often anymore. Like, COVID has ruined. Yeah, <laughs> has like, ruined when any it. two people meet, it's, it's you know, you hear this story. Yeah, It's not natural anymore. So, yeah, it starts off like that. And then, you know, they meet off a dating app and whatever. And, and then there is a weird, like, conversation that they're having. Why is it weird? Because I feel like when you meet someone on a dating app, the conversation that you're having, like, it's pretty obvious that you're both there for a reason, I guess. Well, they still ask you, so, what are your intentions yeah, on like this people, app? People ask you, like, so what are you looking for? And it's, like, so not natural. And that's when, like, the whole game begins and how you play your cards. Like, that's kind of where it all starts, right? Because if you're, like, if you're just looking for, like, a one-night stand and that's what you're into, then, like, yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a relationship and you're trying to be genuine, like, 
it's really hard to it get that really out hard. of a dating app. It really, opinion. really is. I agree. There are lots of people with not genuine intentions on that. And I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of guys will say whatever they have to say to get what they want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just... Girls love with their ears. You know what I mean? Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> Girls love with their ears first. You know, you hear something, you automatically go to your friends. I've had countless times, like, I've had friends come to me and be like, oh my god, this is what he said. And in my head, I'm like... You have been love bombed. And that's a big word. So love bombing is basically, if you think it's too good to be true, it is. Because it's kind of like that initial tactic to get another person that you're talking to obsessed with you. You know, you make them think I'm this magical person. And let's act like we're dating after two days of knowing each other. You've been love bombed, sweetheart. Sorry. So see, that's like happened to me. And like, personally like I hate that like I I know that there's certain girls that love that attention and they like live off I mean of it's it. nice it's understandable it's I think I it's love ni- it I think it's nice when it's from the right person but if it's from someone that you've just met and they're like acting as if they're your boyfriend after like two dates to me that's like right away like red flag because if you're acting that with me like you're, are you going to act like that with every other girl that you right, meet? Right like it's not special like what you're acting like that with me and you're acting like that with the other girl you're seeing right now too so I really respect when you're talking to a guy and he doesn't give you like full on attention and like full on from the start because it just shows to me that like he he doesn't give his attention to anyone. You know I what agree. I mean? It's like you don't want the guy who you say, oh, you know, this guy, he made me really happy and I met him. It's like, oh, like every girl on the block has talked to him. Like you want someone and it's, listen, it's fine if every girl on the block has talked to him, but it's another thing if he's made every girl on the block feel the same way he's made you feel because then it's not special. Exactly. Like you said, you want it to be you almost like earn like for someone to open up to you and I think that's more like it's less love bombing it's more natural and genuine otherwise like we said it's disgenuine because someone's just giving you everything the same way they are to everyone else like what makes you more special than someone else yeah and unfortunately a lot of the dating world today is this like hot and cold game I feel like this is a very common scene that we've seen and we've heard, especially like scrolling through TikTok. You've probably seen so many videos about it where a girl meets a guy, they go on a date, they text for a bit and then suddenly he's being dry and he's ghosting. And then the girl's like, what the hell? Like what's happening? And then suddenly he's like all over her again. And then again, he's like taking a step back. And it's like this game of hot and cold where you give and then you take and then you give and then you take. And what happens is it literally creates an obsession. Like, it literally makes you obsessed with that person. Same thing. Like, it's not as extreme as drugs, but you get obsessed to that feeling. Of when they actually are more reciprocative towards you. Yeah. And that's, like, that's kind of what I've heard a lot of people go through, which is, like, so sad. Because, like, I don't know, it's really hard to find someone that has those genuine intentions these days. But knowing how to recognize it and knowing how to be able to kind of play that game along. I feel like not a lot of people know how to do that. I'm not saying I do. <laughs> However, I feel like I just have very high standards and like I, I'm i not trying to be like, oh, I'm so this and I'm so that. No, it's just like I know what I'm looking for and I know what I deserve and I'm not going to take any less. And obviously I have mm-hmm. in the past and that's mm-hmm. what has made me realize that that's not what I want because I've seen love that my sisters and my cousins have and whatever and that's the love I want for myself too, you know 100%. what I mean? Because I know it exists. It's Yeah, it's like definitely good to see, like I see like my 
family members and like friends and like happy relationships like that does give me hope because it just shows me you know there are genuine people out there like I love making friends like with my cousin's boyfriend I think he's awesome like I just love seeing like good genuine people because sadly like you know (laughs) I don't have a good genuine boyfriend at the moment I don't have a boyfriend. That wasn't like me throwing shade at a current boyfriend. Like, yeah. <laughs> Guys, she's single. For a, second, for a second, that could have sounded like my boyfriend is not genuine. I don't have one. She's um, single. <laughs> sure. That's a public PSA. I'm single. No. But honestly, I... Her DMs are open. They are open. <laughs> but I, I see what you're saying. And I, you know what? I find that I do have these high standards and I do appreciate this genuine thing. And I still get hurt. You know? That keeps... It just, it sucks and it keeps happening. And I, I like to think, you know, I learn from every experience I go through and I've, I become more tough and more, I would say thoughtful with my emotions as it goes on, you know, like I stop with this, you know, someone's nice to me. Okay. It's the bare minimum. They're nice. And I'm going to see where it goes instead of kind of falling into this idea of, wow, they're so nice. Like this is special. Like we're not going to think that way immediately. It's Good to just enjoy it for what it is and see where it goes. That's what I've taken from all my experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you should. Honestly, I think that going into something, you should always go into it with like a mindset of like, okay, not that you need to have expectations because when you have expectations, you're setting yourself up to get hurt, right? I think your expectations should just be what is like healthy for you and not healthy for you. That's the only expectation I think yeah. you should have. If you're finding yourself like stressing over a text or like being worried about something that's already a red flag especially in the early stages you should not be worried at all I agree it should be easy and fun and I feel like in those moments just like enjoy it to the fullest that you can yeah so I'll give you a story Mm -hmm. um and I hope maybe like it'll help explain the situation a bit better of like this whole game right so um a really close friend of mine she met this guy naturally actually they met at a clinic and the way that they met you know they didn't really know that it was uh they, they didn't know that it would it was gonna spark such a huge <laughs> thing okay um yeah so they met and he asked for her number and they started talking and at first she kind of was just like I'm not too sure about this Mm -hmm. I'm I don't know I'm gonna just keep going with it I think it's really important when you start to talk to someone you take a moment and you set the expectation of I don't expect anything from this person yeah I'm gonna keep talking to them I'm not they don't have to text me I'm not looking forward to a text I don't care if I receive it or not if you're in that mindset of like I don't care if this person messages me or not you're already eliminating that whole idea of oh my god why is he not texting me yeah. oh my god why and checking your phone and that whole thing like you're getting rid of that already mm-hmm. which is where you want to start and I think honestly it's just really healthy to not require like be dependent on text from someone whether you are in a talking stage or in a relationship I think it's always important to keep that boundary and not like be waiting for someone all the time regardless of what stage you're in yeah because if you're if your reassurance in the relationship is the back and forth texting imagine you get a text every single day and then suddenly one day that person forgets or they get busy in your head automatically you're gonna be like oh my god did i do something wrong like why are they not texting me and you're on this roller coaster of like the spiral of like oh my god Mm -hmm. i did something and odds so, are it was like absolutely nothing. <laughs> exactly. So setting yourself up with that idea of like, okay, I'm not expecting anything. I don't care. I'm going to go on with my day. That's how it should start. 
I think a lot of girls make the mistake of talking about their previous experiences in a negative way. Yes. Where they're like, I got cheated on, my ex was a piece of shit, da 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 da. When you're doing that, you're setting the standards and the expectations very low. Yeah, you're because you're basically saying, hey, I know this is like your first or second time meeting with me, but this is what I've put up with in the past. And, you know, I'm willing to put up with it. Even if you're not directly saying you're willing to put up with it, the fact that you did put up with it for that long, that's why like, I don't really mention my relationships unless like it somehow like really, really comes up or someone badgers it out of me. And they're like, really? Like, what happened? What happened? Like, I'm obviously not going to withhold information. But I think if you're just upfront, like saying, by the way, like, and just shit talking your ex, it's like, well, I was willing to put up with it anyways. Exactly. So I feel like when you meet someone and you've set the expectations right away of like, yeah, my ex treated me very well. It just didn't work out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. things got in the way. I, You know, he he did this and this and this. Yeah. He was very this and this and this. And you're like highlighting the qualities and the expectations that you're looking for. The person notes in their head that, okay, this girl's used to being treated ABC, which means I need to step it up and mm-hmm. treat her ABC. Yeah, and I also do just want to note about what I just said. There's nothing wrong with like... The fact that you were treated badly in that moment, you didn't know any better. So, like, don't take what I said in a way that it's like, oh, like, that's what I went through and I can't believe I let someone do that to me. Like, it happened and that's okay. Just what I meant to say is, like, you don't need to highlight it to the person you're talking to. And even if you choose to talk about it, you need to, I feel like, bringing it up in a sense of, like, at the moment, I I really, like, you know, loved the person and I didn't know any better. However, now that I've experienced it, I will not tolerate that and it is not you need to make it very clear I guess where your lines yeah stands. I think it's important to be vulnerable with someone once you're already at that level of like comfort and vulnerability like I do think in a relationship you do have to be vulnerable but not from the very first time you're meeting them like I do think it's important to talk about exes or just like if you have any trauma like eventually it should come up in the relationship there shouldn't be secrets but it's not something you say on the first second third fourth date yeah 100% it's definitely no. down the line yeah but you want to set the tone of like I'm used to being treated very this way well, so you should and, treat me well too yeah yeah once you set that tone they're definitely gonna you're gonna notice that there's gonna be like a more they're gonna try harder in a sense you know what mm-hmm. I mean because in their head they're gonna be like okay like She's used to this and this and this. I, I have to, to live up to her standard. Yeah. So when you start off like that, you're already like doing great. Amazing. <laughs> Good job, so, sweetie. Yeah. So I, you know, my friend ended up meeting up with this guy after a month of texting. And oh, the wow. first, yeah, she te- was texting him for a month. He asked her to meet up a few times and she kind of pulled like, she said yes once and then she canceled it on him like 20 minutes before the date. Oh God. Um, but something genuinely came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and she canceled on him and then she thought that it was done for, but then he asked to reschedule. So they rescheduled and she ended up seeing him, uh, I guess like a month later. And when she met him... He didn't open the door for her, okay? Mm-hmm. And so like the this, car door. Yeah, for the her. car door for her. That's a that's a big one, guys. Take notes. You should be opening car doors for your girls. Yes, <laughs> but this was basically the first time they ever met, like outside of the clinic, and he didn't open the door for her. So she got in the car, and like the first thing she said was, "Thanks for opening the door for me." <laughs> like oh she my God. she fully like set it right she there. She set and the then. tone. She set the tone of like this is my expectation, and if he's not okay with it babe, he's not the one for you. A queen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
from the start, the way you start it, that's how it's going to go. So, yeah, I think after that, she told me that every time they saw each other, he opened the door for her. I love it. So. (laughs) No, it's actually, (laughs) it reminds me of a funny side story. Um, I was, I went on a date with a guy like last year and he opened the car door for me. And it was like one of the first dates I went on since like my breakup. So like. I, I never had the car door open for me before that. So I was like, I went to my friend's house. I was like, guys, this guy opened the car door for me. And then my best friend's boyfriend looked at me and looked at her and was like, should I be opening the door for her? And a week later, they went on a date and she called me and told me that her boyfriend had opened the car door for her because he learned from the guy who took me on a date that he needs to step up his game. <laughs> Do you realize how bare minimum bare minimum it takes for someone to come home and be like oh my god he opened the door for me i was in a low moment though i'm not saying it to you i'm just Just saying in general how little little it takes to make the girl be like oh my god wow it takes a little to make someone happy it does even i i think that flowers is something that is very like I don't know why guys have such a hard time getting a girl flowers. Right. I, I don't know why. Like, it's $15. If it's the money, I'll e-transfer you. Yeah. Like, I don't Why know. is it so hard to get me flowers? Because I get myself flowers at least once a week. So. Yeah. Same. But I, I just feel like... I don't think they understand how how much it means to us and yeah. what, how the little things really do matter. And I'm not saying that only the girl has to do. I don't agree oh, with that at all. No. I think it's always a two-sided effort. For ex- I agree. For example, this guy that I was talking to for a bit, you know, we went out on Valentine's Day and he got me a gift and I got him something small too, even though we weren't dating or nothing. But it was just the thought that counts. You know what I mean? That it's yeah. like, I don't expect you to only do and for me to sit back and like enjoy. I think it's always supposed to be a two-sided effort. I even if it's you. something small and thoughtful of like, oh, you mentioned that this is your favorite candy. So like, I'll get you Yeah, that. like... I was seeing a guy last year and he cooked me a dinner and the next time I came over, I was like, here's a cup I brought from Starbucks because I work there and it was like one of those mugs. I was like, because you cooked me dinner. (laughs) And I feel like I just, it's something like a thank you. It's definitely, I don't like that mentality of I take from the man, the man gives me everything and you know, I use him and I use him for his money and I use him for, I don't like that mentality. I really, I agree with you. You know, there's a lot of girls that are like, I'm just going to use him for his money because you know what, at the end of the day, he's going to play me any ways I might as well get played by someone rich like it's ridiculous (laughs) I'm sorry I I feel like most girls that have that mentality are going through it and I'm sorry that you're going through it exactly I have compassion I empathize (laughs) (laughs) but I think that that mentality is not going to get you anywhere right I agree I think that yeah we all go through that phase where we're like fuck men sorry but as much (laughs) as you can say you know fuck men they hurt me which is still true you don't have to become cold-hearted and you know like close off to people not everyone wants to hurt you yeah exactly and i honestly think like you said that type of mentality isn't gonna get you somewhere far because that guy's gonna end up feeling used and even if he does fall for it for some time it's not long lasting 100 percent. because if there's that power imbalance where someone has not pure intentions towards you i i don't see it working i think both people have to have pure intentions towards each other I agree with you, and I think it's it is really hard to find someone with those pure intentions, especially at a young age and early twenties. You know, most people just want to live and have fun. And yeah, listen, nothing. I'm having fun. You know, there, and there's so much yeah. fun. And it's hard to find someone that has similar values and morals as you, but it doesn't mean that it's impossible. You know what I mean? And no, definitely. If you not. haven't found someone, it doesn't mean that you're not going to. And I think that as long as you have 
the mentality of, you know, whatever is mine, you know, will, will find me and whatever. And you just take it day by day and you're not out there searching for it constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll happen when you least expect it. Yeah. That's just how it works. You know, it's something that's really inspiring to me. Like, it actually resonates with me. And every time I think about it, it kind of grounds me. Like, you know, a relationship doesn't work out in your 20s or so. Think about all those people that get divorced, like, in their 40s or 50s, and they find love again after. It's beautiful, and, like, it's true, and if it can happen for them, it can happen for you at any age, at any point in time. I think that there's no such a thing as you're too late or you're too early. You're on time. Like, whenever your time is meant to be, like, you're on time, you're fine. I definitely agree. You know know what I mean? You mentioned the chase, and I want to talk about that a bit, because I think it's fascinating that I, I even had a moment, I think it was a few months ago, that I was just not in the mood for like every single guy and you know I had a few guys ask me to go out I said no I swear to you I even like said this out loud to myself I had more guys asking me out in the moment that I was saying no to every single guy than I had guys asking me out when I was saying yes and that's crazy to me because how did I single-handedly get more guys chasing me but I, I, I was genuinely not interested, too. Like, I still haven't gone out with them. Like, I actually was not interested. But why did I have more guys asking me out when I actually just didn't want to go? Because it's it's nature. It's a guy's nature to to want what they can't have. And it's, it's honestly everyone's nature. I think we are the same way. You want what you can't have. Yeah. And when someone says no to you... It makes you in a... It depends what kind of person you are because I've met guys that are not into this. I think they're lying. You know what? No, I do but, know guys who are not into that and I respect and appreciate and love those types of guys very, very yes, much. Yes, there are guys that are not into it, but I think majority are into that whole idea of like... Okay, this is going to sound really bad and okay. I'm sorry, but... Okay, so I, again, as I mentioned in previous episodes, I work as a server um, on weekends, and sometimes when I walk past tables, obviously you overhear conversations. It happens. And I've heard, you know, a group of guys, they're talking about how easy girls are these days, and how... That's so sad. Yeah, it's disgusting. (laughs) That's gross. Um, They're talking about how easy girls are, and how hard it is to find a good girl, and you can't turn a hoe into a wife, and like all this shit that they're saying... But all these guys that are talking like that, like, they all, in my, like, the way I'm looking at them and the way they're talking and the way they're acting, they all don't, they don't know how to afford a good girl. They don't know how to afford a wife. They don't know how to be with a good girl. Mm -hmm. Why? Because good girls are boring. Why? Because good girls are good girls. And I don't think it registers in their head what that means. And I hate that. It makes me so mad, honestly, to this day, that, like... I think of myself, you know, like, I'm such, like, a happy, like, genuine person, and I hate that I've almost had to, like, put on a face sometimes, and I think, like, I I want to stop doing that, but when I'm seeing guys, like, I almost don't want to be myself, because I feel like if I'm myself, I'm just gonna be boring, but you know what, if whoever I'm with should love me for me, so I'm just gonna keep being myself, but it's just sad that I even have that thought, you know, like, should I put on this face of a hard-to-get girl, because if I am myself and I'm as open and loving and willing as I am with my friends, guys will find me boring. I think that the right guy will learn to appreciate exactly, that. Exactly, but is it not sad? That's it is thought. really sad. But honestly, I'm not. I would be lying if I would say to you that I haven't done the same. Right? Like 
I've met guys and I've been like full on bitch on them because in my head, I was just, I'm just thinking that they're going to like that more. Um, and the second that I, you know, stop with the act and the second, cause I've, I, this is what I've experienced when I'm a bitch and I don't want them, they want me. And that's the second, literally, yeah. And the second that I start to feel something or get vulnerable or start opening up, bye bye. Suddenly they don't want me anymore or suddenly they get scared and they're like, bye bye. This was and too real for me. I wanted a, <laughs> yeah, I didn't want a wife. Suddenly, do you know how many times I've heard you're too good and you're someone that I'd want to be in the future with, but right now I'm just looking to have fun? God. Do you know how many times I've heard that line? God. And I just sit there and I'm like, so original. So original. Hit me with a new one. And then a week later, they get get into a relationship. Like, the guy's like, I'm not ready for a relationship. It's not you. It's, It's me. You know why? Because to me, I think it's because they're not, they understand that with me they're not going to be able to have as much fun as they would with a b and c whatever because once again the way we're raised and the way we are and whatever like it's very i'm not trying to be like oh we're like on top of the world and whatever because no not at all we just have a very like high the way we're raised it's like it's very high standard like if a guy doesn't get you flowers and open the door for you it's a very eastern european mentality yes yes exactly like basically what our parents had and still instilled in our heads that we should still have in 2022 yeah basically like if the guy isn't uh you know carrying you on his two hands then he he does not deserve (laughs) the type of mentality literally yeah i mean like i actually had an interesting moment that that brings up like a conflicting ideology i went to the club the other weekend with a few of my work friends and one of my work friends had brought her boyfriend and the boyfriend knew a guy there and those guys were talking to us and you know one of those guys started talking to me and we kind of started talking like good conversation was flowing and after that you know I thought he was gonna ask me for my number or something because he was fully like asked me so many questions like, it's a club we're not even dancing we're talking and after that I looked at my friend's boyfriend I was like yo like that guy was talking to me like I feel like like do you think you should ask my number like he never did and he goes oh why do you want him to ask for your number go ask for his number and I was like I don't want to ask for his number he can ask for my number and me and him went back and forth he was like it's 2022 go ask for his number and I was like I just I don't want to I want him to ask for mine and it's like this kind of thing like my family you know like you said like it kind of instilled it in the end um I ended up getting turned off of this guy because after um, my friend's boyfriend came up to him being like, yo, dude, go ask for her number. She thinks you're awesome. He looks at me and goes, what's your Instagram? And he's 28 years old. So I just, I think. It's listen, like, what's your Snapchat? It's like, what's your Snapchat? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. If you actually wanted to talk to me, get my goddamn number. And someone literally just told you to get my number. I think a lot of guys think that number, it's like commitment for some reason. That's just That's sad. That's not true though. That's not, because I've heard it from the pa- in the past too, where guys are like, yeah, you know, when you ask for Instagram, it's not that serious. But when you ask for number, it's kind of like, you need to continue a conversation. You need to like, make sure it flows. Like there's more responsibility with a number than an Instagram. Fair. I mean, it's fair, but maybe it's sad in that moment after my friend's boyfriend came up to me, he was like, so like, he got your Instagram. Are you going to talk to him? I was like, no. I don't want to. I'm already, like, I'm not down anymore. Because that's an expectation, but I it agree is an expectation. with that. I think I agree with that, though, and that's that's the problem. Like, my friends are always like, Michelle, your expectations are way too high. <laughs> the right guy will match the right expectations. And I agree with that because, you know what? I've had guys 
match the expectations. It just didn't work out. But yeah. I had guys do above more than I ever expected. I agree. So yeah, yeah. Same same with me. I've had guys match my expectations. It didn't work out for whatever reason, but they still match the expectations. So it exists. So I'm just saying, you don't need to settle. And yeah, guys like the chase. Unfortunately, we all do. Like you know, I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but like a girl, I've seen it all over my TikTok. It's like when a guy. When you want a guy and he doesn't want you, and then suddenly he starts wanting you, and then you're, like, turned off. Like, like the ick? The ick of, like, when he... It's, like, when he wants you, but you don't want him, and then you So want they only wanted the guy you. because he wanted them. It's, like, that whole, like, very, like... But then you didn't actually like them. You just liked the difficulty. Yeah, you liked the challenge. I'm like that. I'm like that. Like, I... But would you say you actually like the guy then? Because... A lot of, so a lot of that's case. So when I was in like first year, second year, like I was very much like, let's play this game mentality. Like I was very much like, how far can I really take this? So how far did you take it? Um, (laughs) I like ended up hurting myself. Like (laughs) I literally ended up, you know, talking to this guy for over a year, talking to him, whatever, going out, blah, blah, blah. I told him I don't like him. I don't like him. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. But were you being honest? I was. I, I genuinely didn't think that I liked him. Fair. And then suddenly I was noticing like little things where like I was waiting for texts or like I wanted to see him or like those little things that started happening where I was like, ah, oh, shit, like I'm starting <laughs> to like him. Um, and then when I finally decided to be honest about it, we went out, we talked and I said to him, you know what? Like, I want to try. Let's let's give this a try. He was like, yeah, let's let's try. And then it didn't end up working. He told me that, you know, he's... He's not in that mindset right now, mm-hmm. and he can't give me what I want. And I but he went better. into it in the first place, though. But he he chased for a year, knowing all of. But he wasn't he in the mindset. But he wasn't in the mindset, and then a week later, he. You know what? Died. If you are a man listening to this podcast right now, please reach out to one of us and explain that. Yeah. Because I, I can't seem to understand it. No one can seem to explain that to me. But how can you chase a woman, and then not be in the mindset? Is that just an excuse? I think that once you get her, it's just not rewarding anymore. Like, it's just not interesting anymore. It's like, okay, now she likes me. Hmm, next. <laughs> which which doesn't make sense because why why did you try so hard in the first place? It, it's a mystery. It's really, it's really a mystery. So here's what I learned from that experience is that there needs to be a balance of how much game you play. Because I realized that I played for way too long. Eight months. Eight months back and forth. Oh, that's exhausting. It was bad. That's it a was waste bad. of time. So I feel like... I mean, you learn. So it's I not learned. a waste of time, actually. I learned. I feel like there needs to be a balance. I think that the first, second, third date, yeah, you need to do a bit of that hot and cold. You need to, you know, like, get him wanting it, like, get the chase started, whatever. By that, I mean, you know, you don't want to message a guy first. There's nothing wrong with messaging first. No, I don't nothing. think that there's, you know, 2022. You know what? Yeah, I respect it back to that friend from the club that brought her boyfriend. She actually messaged him first, and they worked out really well. So I, I respect the balls. I yeah, do. I think that messaging first, it's, it's fine. I think that... When you message first, I think guys also like to know that they're desired as well. I think it's nice for a guy to get a message from a girl too. But you know, I find that a lot of like some, some of the wrong guys, you message the wrong guy first. They say, oh, she wants my dick. She's all over me. Who said that? That's true. Like literally who said that? that that's <laughs> true. So that's the thing. That's where I think that's why a lot of girls are scared to message first. Like personally, 
I've only done it once. <laughs> and it was really recent. And I've only done it once. And I, I told myself. I respect you for it. It, it took a lot. It literally took like a whole like three hour of like convincing me to do it. And I was like, you know what? What do I have to lose? Because yeah. I was just in that mentality of like, okay, if he replies, great. And if he doesn't, great. But I don't know what he's thinking because, you know, he might be thinking, damn, this girl's easy and she wants me. Or he might be thinking, okay, like, it took some balls to go ahead and, like, message me first, whatever. Like, you don't know. You don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's a surprise. Who knows? And I did want to ask you about your opinion. Like, there's this statement, you know, like, the guy always, like, needs to like the girl more than the girl likes the guy for a relationship to work. I agree. You agree? 100%. I really, I don't know my opinion. A hundred percent, you know, because I think that, I really do think that if he wanted to, he would. And I've heard this like whole controversial things of like, but I want to and I don't. But guys yes, are not that what, fucking deep, okay? No, they're not deep like us. <laughs> I don't think guys are that deep. I think that when a guy wants, he does and he finds a way. You close the door, he'll fucking climb up. He'll climb the window. Like, and I've had guys do that. But how come when a girl does it, it's embarrassing? I think that that it goes back to that rooted, like, mentality that we, you know, as much as we want to say that we've progressed and evolved as a society <laughs> and whatever, like, growing up, you watch these TV shows, you watch these shows, you see your parents' love or other relationships that are around you, and you still do want that old, old mentality relationship, mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just... I think it's just expected for the guy to take the lead, which isn't always right. I think that a girl can pay and a girl can do this and a girl can do that, no problem. Whatever she wants. Whatever. Whatever you guys agree on. Mm -hmm. But I do think that when a guy likes the girl more, the relationship is just more likely to work out because he'll do everything to make it work. Do you think there's ever such a thing as equal? And I genuinely wonder this, and I would love to know for myself. I think I think that it's really rare. I think it exists. I just think it's really rare. I think that, unfortunately, a girl just needs to put on more of, like, a front of, Damsel like, in distress. <laughs> no, I just... I think that a guy just naturally wants to be the provider and wants to be, the like, the one that's, like, in charge, I think that they just have that more dominant... Like, instinct-wise? Like, instinct-wise, they just want to be more dominant and, like, kind of just more, like, giving and protective mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I think that it is true. Like, that whole idea of, like, a damsel in distress, unfortunately, like, I think it it is something that, like, low-key they want. Yeah, because I've seen, like, TikToks. I've seen so many things on my TikTok. Just so many opinions... You know, one opinion was, if you want a man to want you, you need to show him you need him. You need to find a reason. And it's weird. And I, like, need him a sense of, like, come help me, like, with this. Like, show you need their help. And I don't, I don't agree with that. That's a psychology thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. They're these weird people, like, hacking men. And then I see the funnier side of, like, the emotional people who are, like, when he told you he liked you, so you actually thought he liked you. (laughs) Or, like, when he told you he wanted to date you, so you thought he wanted to date you. It's really, it's really weird because I feel like society, unfortunately, like, really ruined, ruined it for us. Like, for the generations growing up, I think they really ruined the idea of love. And there's, like, a few people that are still, like, hopelessly, like, searching and wanting us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I do think that society has definitely ruined a lot of it just because of how normalized this whole, like, 
the the way guys talk, the way girls talk, just like the idea of being easy, the idea of like I don't know, it's just so normal and like I see these young girls rushing to grow up so fast and these young girls talking about like hookups and this and that and this and like it's just crazy to me and it scares me for my niece that like is like <laughs> I'm like no 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 <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm, I'm so what about the statement of, we talked about it earlier a bit, and I need you to jog my memory. <laughs> what statement? <laughs> I'm, I'm blanking. We've talked There's about a statement. it a No, like, we talked about it before the episode. It was, like, about men also, like, liking you. I don't know my memory. You know what? We're going to skip that. I wanted to ask <laughs> her a question, and now I just can't remember it. But in the meantime, I'll ask you as a sociology major... You're saying, you know, society... I'm the sociology major. You're saying our society has ruined it. What have they done to ruin it? You know, the whole idea of, like, the society form the individual or does the individual form society? Mm -hmm. I think that what happened is that because of the social media and the shows that we're watching growing up and the way things are being portrayed to us, we've created this idea of like this is what is normal like if you think pretty little liars for example okay you know that whole aria and um what's it called ezra ezra the teacher i don't even know how old he is and how old she is yeah and they high school student yeah and they have this whole romance and it is so normal on the show and now only now, like, 10 years later, I'm seeing TikToks of people being like, how was that okay? Yeah. Like, 10 years later, people are like, how was that okay? Or, like, people saying that the whole... I don't know if you've watched Gossip Girl, but the whole I Chuck and Blair. So that was the most toxic relationship I've ever seen. But it is so... people are like, More toxic a, than Nate and Maddie? I want a relationship <laughs> like that. No, like... It's we're we're growing up on the these shows. We're seeing these bad boys having a soft spot for the good girl and whatever. <laughs> and like we want bad boys and whatever. And it's it's so wrong. And you know what? I I am like that too. So you think it's just a product <laughs> of what we see? Yeah. Interesting. And I did remember the question I wanted to ask you yeah. about when girls say like, "What's your opinion on I used him? He didn't use me. I just you know I used him." And that makes it okay. I'm sorry. I think that that is just you trying to validate whatever you did and trying to make yourself feel better. I think that there's nothing wrong with a girl being like, oh, like, I played him. But in reality, if you have to say that, it means you got played. Did you play him? I think that if you have to go out of your way to be like, I played him. Like, he didn't hurt me. I played him. You got played because you wouldn't be saying that. I agree. I... Definitely when I, like, I think about that statement, I'm like, like, in my head, you know, I just always think, I'm like, did you? Did you really? I just, listen, I've I been played know. so many times. There's nothing wrong with being played. I can admit it. I did not play. I, I don't think, I think I've only been played. Well, or not played, just, you know, disappointed. Taking I'm not saying every, ma- I'm not saying every man I've talked to has played me, but I don't think I've ever played him. You know, it's not a. I wouldn't say that I've been I don't think that the last thing that I had was, like, I've been played. I really genuinely think that neither one of us expected things to escalate. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think it was, Yeah, like- I think there, there, there doesn't need to be a playing in order for a relationship to end. I think there's this weird idea that every relationship ends for a bad reason, you know? 
And it's weird. Since when did we normalize when people say, oh, yeah, it didn't work out? People go, why? Why are you asking? Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, why is it normalized to ask people why? It just didn't work out. It's no yeah, like, business. Also, why do you need to know why? I think that people just have no filter and, like, no, like, no offense. Like, no common sense these days. Like, people will just be like, I don't know, I, sometimes I'm like, I'm having a bad day. And they're like, why? I mean, that's, I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I think, I think that, you know. Or like, I hope you're better. I don't know. I think that if someone's having a bad day or whatever, like, you could just be like, okay, like, I hope it works. I hope whatever you're going through gets better. Like, what if you ask me why and I start telling you my whole life story and then it gets you're just really gonna stand awkward. there and you're going to be like, oh, fuck, like, why did I ask? Like, it gets really <laughs> awkward. I know exactly what you're saying. What I'm trying to say is I think that people don't understand simple boundaries these days. Simple like, boundaries. I, feel I like, like that. I, I feel like I didn't word that properly. I, I like that I'm statement. I'm going more towards simple boundaries and there are certain things that you just don't need to question. Don't need to question some things you don't need to say. And they're none of your business. I I agree. I agree. People are very, like, intrusive these days, I find. Because everybody puts everything about their life. Like, on TikTok, I know so much about strangers on there. It's crazy. It's scary. (laughs) It's really scary. Um, But I just want to also, for a second, say that whatever is being talked about right now, like, it's in a very, like, playful tone and, like, not meant to offend anyone or to, to be taken like seriously like <laughs> this is not judgment yeah this is we're not observation we're, we're just talking and like we don't want anyone to be like what the hell are they saying or whatever <laughs> like you know i'm not trying to offend anyone i'm just saying i think that society has ruined love relationships. and relationships and hookup culture as much as people want to say that it's fun and it's this and it's that like it can be it fun, can and be. I know people who gen- genuinely enjoy it, and it's cool, and that's what they want in that moment. And that's fine, but when you get older and you want something serious, you might have missed something serious because you were too busy. Well, if what's meant for you, well, it'll, it'll find, find you, you, it'll find you. That's true. So, <laughs> there you go. I always think relationships happen because of, like, I've talked about before about, it, like, a need. At that moment, you had a particular expectation, a particular need, and that person helped with that and that person added to your life so that's why it worked and if it didn't work out one of you didn't like resonate with that need anymore or that desire yeah but you know on that note is there anything else you wanted to add about you know the chase the game men relationships i think i think that there's just so much to say about it and like i don't even know how to word it all i'm gonna write a book stay tuned (laughs) michelle is gonna write why men love bitches part three but not that so she doesn't get sued yeah guys let me know if you want a book (laughs) um no i just think that we need to raise our standards raise our you know like self-worth i've i know a lot of guys too that have complained about being used and girls you know taking it's really it's really sad when you hear about like i have so many like guy friends that i've i've heard from that perspective too like that girls are just mean and girls girls are bitches and they're mean and you know they're using them and the guy puts in so much effort but girls are mean from the stories i've heard girls are mean and i i think that there are times where you know certain guys do deserve that side of you because if they're acting like an asshole then yeah sure. yes if it's reciprocated do it back but if someone is being genuinely sweet and nice to you there's something called like a playful flirt i think that 
that is something that you know there's there's an equal amount of like roast to flirt ratio and yes. that is something that roast is fun. to flirt ratio is so important i love being roasted i make it really easy to give you roasted. i think too. it's i think it's like fun when it's a playful vibe as long as you're respecting one another and it's playful and no one's crossing any boundaries it's fine and i think that it's honestly you should you should be able to make fun of each other like i think that's what makes a I healthy agree. relationship i think that yeah you have to make fun of each other healthy healthily yeah, so I think that a lot of guys also, you know, are going through it in the sense that girls aren't the nicest and guys aren't the nicest. And I hope that those that are nice find each other because you deserve it. I hope all the pure souls <laughs> on this planet find each other. And even those that And are, I hope all those who aren't make their way to becoming a good soul. No, and even those who aren't, I'm sure that there's reason behind it. People, yes. People don't... People don't act a certain way unless, you know, there's always reasoning behind one's actions. They probably have been hurt or have been disappointed multiple times and they're putting a front. I can say for myself that I've definitely been hurt and therefore for me it is very hard to like open up or be vulnerable and I know that that is a very important aspect in a relationship. That's why I've never been in a relationship. (laughs) You know what? The Grinch didn't become the Grinch out of no reason. Yeah, people go through it and you don't know what someone's going through. So, like, I think that, you know, you just, you gotta just, you gotta know how to play, but play with with a heart. Don't be a bitch. (laughs) Play the game, but play the game with a heart. (laughs) On that note, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And I hope you have a good week. Bye! Bye!